And I'll be honest with you, um, you know, are there going to be tough days? Yes. Are there going to be days that it's, if, you know, nothing's working out or nothing feels good? Are there going to be days like that? Yes. Are there going to be days that are just going to be, that are going to feel like crap days? Absolutely. But it's all, all the difference is, is made up in the attitude and the mindset. That's how you fight back. That's how you fight back against these turbulences that come into our lives. Fighting back. Welcome to the podcast today. Uh, Our hero kids and their super dads. Uh, uh, We are your host, Duarte Pulley, and myself, Roy Salazar. Welcome back again. This is episode three. And uh, so we're very excited that you have decided to join us today. We appreciate you taking time out of your, your schedule to, to uh, explore this journey with us as we try to change the paradigm and the attitude about autism. Uh, I wanted to kind of mention to you, Duarte, uh, I saw this. I saw this article on, on Facebook about this lady. Now, this didn't happen here in the U.S., but it happened in China. Um, there was this lady that um, it was on the news that she had a special needs son, mm-hmm. and she just left him at a restaurant, at a, like a fast food restaurant, wow. and just left him there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then hours later. When people noticed, I guess the people that work at that restaurant noticed that he had been there for hours and, and the mother was nowhere in sight. Yeah. Uh, I guess they went to go check on him and they found a note inside his coat pocket kind of explaining that she just couldn't keep, um, she just couldn't keep watching over him. She just, she gave up. She, you know, she left a note saying that she just, could not afford to keep watching his son, you know, to keep watching her son. And, um, you know, she just, you know, left him there and hope and hope that um, the right people, it would get the right people's attention uh, because she just gave up. She just, you know, she got tired. And um, so, um, so anyway, uh, the Chinese police, Eventually, find out who, who the mother was. They arrested her. They brought they brought her in for questioning, and they were saying, you know, why did you know? They were asking, why did you leave your son, you know, at this restaurant? Why did you just abandon him? And she gave her explanation. You know, she was a single mother. Uh, the father had left a long time ago, and she just could not afford to keep providing the the services that he needed because. They were just too expensive. She she worked two jobs, and it, it just it just she had a breaking point. She had a breaking point. So um, I saw this article on Facebook, and um, you know I was thinking about it. I was I was I was I was, I was amazed to to kind of see that. Um, I think that a lot of parents feel that way. 
And, you know, every now and then you, you, every now and then you see it on the news, you know, parents, not even for kids on the spectrum, but you see parents, you know, killing themselves, you know, or killing their kids. Um, any thoughts on that? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, I wanted to kind of correct a statement that I made last week on, on our last podcast. And that statement was, was mission first, family always. Um, that's, I, I don't remember if I totally said it right or wrong, but the correct statement is family first, mission always. And this kind of rolls directly into what we're talking about. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. First of all, I don't ever think that that's an option, me personally, mm. because at the end of the day, your mission is your family, period. Your family is first, period. I mean, there's always options. There's always ways to, to, to figure it out. You know, I think some of us, we get to that point where we think that there's nothing we can do, nothing we can figure out. But that's not the truth, really. I talked to a young lady that, um, I talked to a young lady, I was, one of my buddies, I call her my, my, uh, my convenience store wife. I mess with her all the time. And I was talking to her and it just so happened that she was talking and I don't know how we got on kids. I don't know if it's the universe, the, the Lord, whatever. But me and this young lady got to talking and she was telling me that she showed me a little video of how her son talks. Her son reminds me a lot of Timmy, a lot of Timmy. And I was thinking to myself, she was like, well, you know, it gets hard, yada, 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 great girl. And I thought to myself like, dang, you know, this is something that the things that, you know, come out of my mouth, the different things that I say, everybody may not believe the things that I believe. Everybody may not look and see it how I see it. But one of the things that's, that, that's the delta, uh, so to speak, in all of this is the fact that it's still, it's your child. These are children. These are people that... You brought into this earth, you, mm. brought on, you brought us on this planet, you have no idea what they're going to be able to do. Wow. And I wanted to think, another conversation I have, because I have quite a few conversations, we all are trying to figure something out or make, or make our way. Just because we're parents, just because we're adults, um, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. I have no idea. I don't. I mean, yeah, we, that's we all <laughs> adult life. That's yeah, adult exactly. life. Exactly. This adulting thing is not fun, but it but it's something that we do, and we sometimes, like we've said in, in our previous two podcasts, sometimes we put this put these expectations on our babies that okay, when we was that age, if we went back and asked our mom and dad, did we have it together? I'm pretty sure they'd tell you no. You go back and ask your grandparents, did your mom and dad have it together? They'd say the same thing. Mm. So this is kind of like a, a, a trend with human beings. So with the thing that you said, and that's, that, that really hurts my feelings for one reason, one reason only, because there's never really a reason to do all that. I watch the, wow. I watch the same type of articles, and I, I would encourage anybody, any parent, anybody, don't even watch that garbage. I'm going to tell you why not to watch that garbage, because guess what? You're blessed you're hanging out with your child. You're helping your child. These other people, in my opinion, I understand they might have mental problems or what have you. Somebody should have stepped in. Seriously. I'm not going to sit here and make it seem like I'm the holy-than-thou person. I don't know their situation. You're right. I don't know their situation. But if you laid down and have these children, you in it. You in it. You in it. There's no, there's no backing out. It's not, it's not like a puppy that you bought that you no longer like, or they wow. got too big, an alligator that got too big, and you just took them to, down to 
the bayou or the swamp and dropped them off, the puppy and you took to Humane Society. That's not the case. Wow. Yeah. And then one of the biggest parts that really kind of gets me about um, articles like that is, first of all, I don't think those people should get any type of publicity at all. The reason why is because then that tells some other parent that, oh, well, if you drop your child off, somebody will pick them up. That's not always the case. Right, right. That is not always the case. And what if something happens? And then let's look at, let's, look, let's dive even deeper. How the hell are you going to feel years down the line? Yeah. Because evil begets evil. That's what it is. If you do something wild like that to your child, how, how successful do you think you're going to be? How much of a human being, I mean, dudes, you're just really not even, you're less than human almost. Yeah. I believe that because I don't believe that anybody is out of the realm of helping or out of the realm of getting them to another level. And that's whether your child is, what, that's whether your child's on the spectrum, not on the spectrum, uh, what, has Asperger's, whatever. It, it does not make sense to me that you wouldn't give it a try. I don't understand that. Okay, uh, so I, I thank you for the for your feedback. Um, so uh, these are my thoughts. Um, first and foremost, we can't judge her. I'm not judging her. I'm, I'm not saying you're judging her, Duarte. Um, but you know, we can't judge her. Uh, we don't know what kind of life she lived before she had kids. We don't know what the found found the foundation blocks were that led her up to every single point in her life you know she might have you know what if she was physically or verbally abused at home you know we don't know that part to her life um what if she you know was um what if she didn't have the strong economic background or what if maybe her parents you know didn't want her to have a child and because of that she maybe was cut off from any kind of support you know, there's all these things that add into the mix that we don't know about, you know. So I, I feel like we can't judge her. Um, but I definitely don't agree with giving up. Like you said, I definitely don't agree with giving up. But I, um, I do say this, though. You can fight back against the, those feelings, those negative thoughts that come into your mind, into your head. You can fight. You can fight back. <laughs> you know, but how do you fight back? You know, information. You know, um, knowledge. Um, resources. You know, you have. You know, I truly believe that. You know, you you are made up of what, whatever you believe. That's your reality. I agree. You know what you believe in. That's your reality. You know. It is. Um, and that's how you fight back. You know, awesome. you fight back with information, informing yourself. You fight back with uh, resources, finding out what kind of resources are out there. I agree. You know, you fight back with uh, with knowledge. You know, um, you know, surround yourself with the right people. You know, if you can't, if they're not around you, you're gonna have to look for them. Exactly. You're gonna have to look for them. You know, um, if if you um, you know, if you're around the wrong people, people that don't bring a blessing or benefit to your life, you're gonna have to get rid of them. I'll I, I tell you right now, Duarte, um, so part of what has helped me change as a person um, was kind of leaving what I knew, my comfort zone. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I'm from Montgomery County, Maryland. I grew up there. Life was, was such a, 
it was so such a comfort zone for me because I knew I knew my neighborhood, I knew people in my neighborhood, I know I knew everything around me because I had grown up in that area and been there for so many years. Um, so I kind of was accustomed to the way of life in that area, you know, and I didn't li- I didn't know life any other way except for what I knew when I was living in that area, you know, of Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until I moved here to, to, to central Pennsylvania where the reality just hit me. I, I was far away from friends. I was far away from, from family. I was all on my own. There was no safety net, <clears throat> you know. There was no safety net for me. And I, I really feel like that helped me a lot to, 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 to have to find strength from, from within, you know. And this is all before, you know, um, my kid was born, you know. So uh, once my kid was born, you know, I definitely turned on the afterburners. Mm. You know, I took it, you know, I, I, I realized that, you know, it, what, this wasn't, uh, it wasn't over, you know. Mm-hmm. Round one, you know, you know we just, we'd just begun. And so, you know, um, that was another journey in itself. I think the biggest thing that I, that I like about what you said is the fact that um, you said you came out of your comfort zone. That's one of the things that people, regardless of what you have going on in your life, whether it be a child on the spectrum, once again, a child, child with superpowers, a child that doesn't have superpowers or they haven't been shown yet or what have you, because that could come at any time. I've talked to people that have children that are adults that they didn't find out that their child had a little something special about them until they were adult, which is fine. However, my big thing is one of the things that us as parents have to understand is these kids with superpowers the growth that they're helping us make is amazing. You have to understand that. You have to see that. Because if you notice, like I said in the previous podcast, and sometimes in the, during this podcast, I will, I will revert back. But like I said in the previous podcast, the majority of the time, you have to understand your life has not been perfect, period. No, anybody's life was perfect, you really kind of need to look out because something is going to shake you up. Guaranteed. I don't care what it is. Something's going to shake you up. The, your child having superpowers shook you up. However, look back and connect those dots like I had to do. Because I'll, I'll explain my journey. Um, I, was, you know, I went to private school my entire life. Pissed my mom off when my last year of high school, I went to public school and I graduated from public school after going my entire life. She okay. Goes, I wasted all my money. But, you know, that's moms and dads. Those, that's those 50s, 60s babies. But anywho, um, I went to college directly out of high school. Man, went and had a great time. And <laughs> okay. life happened. Okay. Life happened. I, got, I came back home to Prince George's County, Maryland, because I'm from Maryland as well, similar okay. to you. And... That's baby DC. We having a great time. We ha- we chilling. We having a great time, and life happened. I had a child. Then life happened, and just life happened. Babies came. Yeah. You know, and it just took me out of my comfort zone to realize that it's not about me no more. My shoes didn't have to match my shirt no more. But as long as my son's shoes matched his shirt, I was good. With oh that. wow, yeah. I was good yeah, with that, and the, then life happened up. again. And I went to the military. I always have come out of my comfort zone. Do I like it in the beginning? No, none of us do. 
However, right, right, right. however, because once you figure out, I mean, the first two years of your baby's like, ooh, ooh, it's going to be great. They doing everything, yada, yada, yada. They may not be doing that, but we're we going to wait on it. I'm right, not worried right, about right. that. We're going to wait. But then when they still not doing it, we're like, well, do we call right, right. somebody? <laughs> do we ask somebody? Grandma, what's wrong with the baby? You know, grandma and grandpa, well, I let the baby be a baby. Yeah. <laughs> but then when we say, okay, grandma might be wrong. Granddad right, right, right wrong. So we go get them diagnosed. We go and send them, take them to the doctor. It's like, what you think? They're like, oh, they'll do it when they do it. Then they don't do it again. Right, And right. you're like, okay, well, uh, we need to, you know, we need, we need to push this up. I mean, all us, all us working folks, we know we're pushing it up. Me, we need yeah, to, yeah. <laughs> we need to introduce this to the next level and see really what's going on. And then you find out, dun 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 dun, your child is autistic. Right, right. You've come out of your comfort zone again. But let's be, let's let's look at that organically. You already came out of your comfort zone with your first child anyway. Now that it's an extra added challenge, so to speak, now you're like, oh man, what I'm gonna do? What you're gonna do is do the same thing you would have done. Right. It's being quite honest. I mean, I could sit here and we could have this podcast to the to the end of our days, but you're gonna still do the same thing. You have to learn to be comfortable being uncomfortable because guess what? Once again, whether your child has superpowers or not, you still have to get them down the road and make them as successful as they can possibly be. Yeah. I said it before, yeah. and I'm not, this probably won't be the last time I said it. We had a good run. You have opted to have a baby, have children, and whether it was planned or not planned, you had kids, you had babies. And those babies are more important than anything. Yeah. You know, and, and we have to understand and realize that when we do it, because we can all look back. I don't care how perfect your life has been, how kicky cutter you you've done everything. You marched right in the line with everybody else. Okay, that's cool. Now, your child, who may not be able to march in that line right now, they're zigzagging. Guess I'm sorry about that. No worries. But what I was saying was, guess who zigzags? Your child. Guess who probably should have zigzagged? You. Us all. Guess who guess who really guess who gets the job done? The people who zigzag. Yeah. Guess who's successful? The people that zigzag. I mean, because just like you looked on the internet and saw that one thing about that one young lady, for that one story, and everybody knows the news and all these other app these other little um everything. They, they love negativity. So with that being said, what about all the kids that don't get the hype that are doing major things? Okay. That have okay. autism. You know that yeah. little, and I, I think you and I talked about, about this offline, but remember Pokemon Go? Yeah. When everybody's running around here doing all that stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah. That, that guy's that. autistic. That's right. I, He's autistic. I, right. But he had the whole world rocking with getting their phone and going to catch Pokemon. Adults, teenagers, little kids. For a little while, I was even doing it. I'm in my forties. Yeah. I was still I was doing it too. Like, oh I got one. And we laugh and joke about right, that. Right. But that right there, along with the other successful individuals out there that the world deemed as geniuses and this down the third, they have they would have had something going on this day and age. Yeah. 
we put a lot, a lot, a lot of value in saying, oh, well, this doctor, they know what they're talking about. My child will never be able to do that. Guess what? That's not the doctor. And this is Duarte Pulley, Renee and Sam Pulley's oldest boy's opinion. But right. that's not the doctor's, the doctor's uh, call to make. You can give me your opinion and tell me what you think. I get it. But for my son, my son and my children and my brothers and my, my, my different brothers and my cousins and a, a bunch of people I personally know, every single one of them break the mold. And the reason why is because it's upbringing. And similar to what you said, it's about surrounding yourself by people that's not going to say, oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, isn't there enough people in the world that are sitting there looking at your baby saying, oh, I need somebody. And everyone should be. I, I personally think that everyone should have that opportunity to look for people that are going to say, you know what? I'll give you the, the first O, but then, then after that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see where you're going to go. Right, and we're right. not going to go, oh, I feel bad for you. I don't need anybody to feel bad for my son. I have beautiful children. No, I, agree I with have you. cute I, kids. I agree with you. And everybody always says, well, oh, they're so cute. That's great. I know how they look. Yeah. I, I, I make cute pups. I get it. But I need them to be able to survive, do what they got to yeah. do. So, um, so what I wanted to say, uh, well, first, first and foremost, um, to the podcast listeners that don't know or are a little confused about superpowers, I want to clear that up real quick. Uh, for those who might still be wondering, what are you referring to when you say superpowers? Um, so... Based on our conversations, you know, superpowers is, is you know, a twist to, to instead of looking at whatever your son was diagnosed, whatever, whatever our, our child, yeah. whatever our child's, whatever our kids, right, in the, in the autism community, whatever they, they were diagnosed with, you know, what we're doing is we're twisting it where we're not looking at that um, diagnose that you know that diagnosis in a negative light, but we're we're determined to turn it around and turn make this a a a a positive outcome, right? Is yes, that is yes, that yes, okay? Yes. So I just want to I just want to clear that with podcast listeners in case they they were wondering why we refer to that well, as that because we're we're determined to to change the paradigm, yes, you know. So, uh, what I wanted to say was, um, you know, you know what I think, Duarte? I, I, I have to be honest with you. I think that one of the things that we're dealing with is, you know, I think it's the paradigm in this country, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's the paradigm in, in our society. And I was thinking about this all last week. I was thinking about this between the, the now and the time that we had done our last, our last podcast. Yes, sir. You know, one of the things about this country that we have in our society that a lot of other countries don't have is when you have an advanced society, you have conveniences, mm-hmm. you know, and this is one of those societies that has conveniences because our quality of life is, is it's much better than a lot of the countries out, you know, mm-hmm. on this globe. I and, and I, and I just feel like as, as, um, in our, in our American society, we don't like, People fucking with our conveniences. This is true. And, and, and I think that's what happens with 
our situation, you know, when we end up having a kid who's on the autism spectrum, mm-hmm. that's what it's going to do. It's going to fuck with our conveniences. And I just don't, because we've come so far in this society, we're so, we've, we've come to such a point in our society where, where, where we have these conveniences. And then all of a sudden, you know, our, our children, you know, come into this world and, and they have a behavioral issue. They have some sort of behavioral um, you know, some sort of sensory issue, you know, um, I think, you know, it, it, it's hard for a lot of us I agree. to, to accept the fact that, okay, you know, this is, you know, our, you know, my convenience has been fucked with, you know, and, and, and I apologize. That's the only word I can no, think no, of right I now. Just, no, no, it's a punch word. But, I but, but I hope that I'm, I'm, I'm making a good point here. I just, you I are. think, you know, cause I was thinking to myself, I was like, maybe the, these kids are not the problem. Maybe we are the problem. I agree. You know, because think about this. Our kids, their reality is but only so big. Mm-hmm. You know, us, you know, we're parents, we're grown up, we're adults. We've gone through life. We've gone through bad experiences, good experiences, you know. Um, and so our world, our world has already been shaped. Exactly. And, and I think that with all of that uh, experience... Mm-hmm. I think that because uh, of our journey, we've been so, we've gone through so much in this life. I think that our perceptions, our perceptions are convoluted in some way. I agree. And so once, and so because we, we in, in, in our advanced society, we have all these conveniences. And, they, and all of a sudden, it's been, it's been uh, altered because, our, because we have kids that have these behavioral uh, situations or these sensory issues, all of a sudden our conveniences are, are, being, are being fucked with. And then on top of that, our perception has been convoluted because of, of our life journey. You know, we're, we're, you know, we've gone through so much in this life, you know, that we, we're, you know, we fail to, to see things from our kids' perspective. You know, they, they come into this world with the most innocent eyes, with the most innocent perceptions and beliefs because, you know, they, they just came into this world. But us, we've been here for such a long time. I agree. You know? I think, I think to your point, I get that. I get that. And the conveniences, I definitely get that. Because at the end of the day, as much as we love our babies, it's not, they're, they're never an inconvenience. It's just, I think the fact of the matter is we see it as such because we're like, oh, well, we, know, we can't do what we wanted to do. But guess what the caveat and the cool part about that is? Kids, whether they have... And I always say superpowers because I know that these babies can do something major as long as they have the support and they have the help. So once again, as long as we do what we have to do and just say, you know, let's get it done. Going back to the going back to the inconvenience. I mean, kids are kids are inconvenience at some point. We love them to death, but we wanted to go out. We wanted to hang out. We wanted to do whatever. And now we can't do that. And that makes sense. I get it, but in the same token, nobody's life is over because your child had needs a little bit more of your attention. That's not the case. What it is is once again, if you lean on and think about some of the different avenues and the different people that can help you out, you have it. You have those you have that way to be able to do it. Is it a little bit more difficult? Yeah. If it was easy, everybody be doing it. First of all, secondly, if it ain't rough, it ain't right. I don't want it. 
I, I, I would I would rather go through this and see my son take that piece of coal that I would call my child, rub it and grind it. And if y'all could see me, I'm really like using my hands a lot, but if rub it and grind it and turn it into a diamond. What type yeah. of diamond do I know that's going to be? Yeah. I have no idea. Can it go to the highest, highest carrots ever? Yeah, it can. And everyone's child can do that. But it's up to you, like you said, of changing your own mindset, keeping your mind positive. Once again, yeah. keeping your energy where it needs to be. And once again, instead of us maybe even looking at it as an inconvenience, saying, you know what? This is kind of cool. Because everything that you're, you're doing with your child is helping you and prepping you for your next level as well. Whether you want to take it to the next level or not, it's, it's going to take you there. Whether you ride that, ride that road to get to that next level or not, you're going to go there. I'm sorry. And if you don't like it, it is what it is. But you that's where you're going to end up going. And you're going to start noticing a lot of changes within you. Because with these children with these superpowers, make no mistake about it. And this is really cool. They pull your bullshit on front. They put your bullshit on front street, whether they talk or they don't. They put your bullshit on front street. So if you have no patience, guess what? Now you got to get patience. If you don't like to talk to people, guess what? Now you got to talk to people because you need to get the assistance. If you just an introvert where you like, well, I don't, I don't, uh, I, you got a mealy mouth, like my dad would say, where you just real tongue tied all the time. Guess what? Now you have to get your point across because your child needs assistance. So all of your imperfections or anyone's imperfections, not so much yours, but all of your imperfections and the things that you know you're not good at or don't like to do. Now you got to do them. You don't like to read like that? Guess what? Now you got to read. Now you have to sit there yeah. and encourage yourself with the great articles you see. Because it's going to be 100,000 bullshit ones. But when you start reading of where your child can go, you're like, well, damn, if that child did it, if that parent could do it, I could do it. Because make no mistake about it. Like, you, like, like your first story of the single parent, there are many single parents out there that do it every single solitary day, regardless. Yeah, there is. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm not saying absolutely. that, like, going back to your point, I'm not saying that, you know, we judge this young lady. No, it's not about judgment. It's about... Right. I, it's just, I, I, for I, me, it's different. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that... I'm not saying you're judging her. I'm, I'm just saying, in general, we shouldn't judge her. You know? Oh, yeah, I, that's, that's, that's fine. And it's, and it's never a judgment. Because I live in a glass house. I throw no stones. And I'm with that. And I'm good with that. And I live with that. I do what I can do on my level. Now, with this podcast, if I can encourage some other parent to say, you know what? You got this. Pat you on your back. Punch in your stomach with a couple words and saying, you got it. Boom, boom, boom. You, you, you got this. It is what it is. Whether you like it or you don't. It's like medicine. Yeah. It's, like, it's definitely like medicine. Whereas though you don't like taking it. You, you yeah. don't like taking it, but when you're done, you feel better. Yeah. So um, one thing that I, so there's two things that I want, or actually three things I want to say to you. Um, so, or in this, or on this podcast. Uh, so three things. Um, I wanted to reach back to the last podcast mm -hmm. session. Um, it goes back to the conveniences that we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. So with my son, right, we, uh, we changed his medication. Mm -hmm. I think I had mentioned that last last time. You did. You did. Um, so we, we changed uh, his medication from Clondine to Respidone, right? Mm -hmm. 
And it made a huge difference. Mm -hmm. But to get to that point, we had to battle doctors. We had to battle uh, the insurance companies. We had to, you know. Absolutely. We had to go through hoops and hurdles to, to get to that point. Absolutely. And, you know, what did that do? You know, it, 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 it was a, you know, it, it messed with our convenience factor, you know. But because we, we, we stayed the course. We we were able to, to, to get some type you know we were able to get that uh, uh, realization and then so um, um, my son was you know we finally you know made that decision we came across that that you know that you know that path and we're like okay let's put him on respinone we did it boom 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 you know he's he's a he's a different kid he's a different kid now I mean of course that's just one of many things that that we still have that's that's still ongoing. You know, um, as a as a you know as a child who's on the spectrum. Um, but the second thing I want to to kind of mention to you is um, there's there's a book called uh, Not My Boy, and I I think I had mentioned this to you um, some time back. It's called Not My Boy. I want to share this information with podcast listeners. I'm not getting we're not getting anything for this uh, pr- um, promotion or anything or exposure. But it's called Not My Boy, and the book was written by uh, a uh, famous athlete called Rodney Pete. Uh, he was a quarterback for the USC Trojans, and he had, he he went on to marry a prominent '90s actor oh, named, let's not talk about that. named Holly Holly Robinson. Yes, I know. And they actually have a show. They actually have a show called Meet the Peets. I know. I've seen um, it. They actually had a show called uh, uh, For Pete's Sake. Which was on the Oprah show, uh, the Oprah channel, OWN. It got canceled because of ratings. So Hallmark picked it up and it was renamed to, to um, Meet the Pete. Now, this is what needs to be on TV. This is the kind of uh, reality TV show that needs to be on TV. You know, not that other ratchet kind of stuff that you see, you know. Not that I'm against it or anything, but, you know, I just, you know, um, this is just something that. Sh- that should you know should be on TV you know uh, meet the Pete's a sh- you know show like that, and they uh, uh, showcase you know their family, but you also get to see their son, uh, who's also on the autism spectrum, and how you know he's grown up and how they've handled his life, and the success that they've been able to provide for him, you get to see that on this show. It's also it's an awesome show, um, but a long time ago you know when his child was still small, uh, he wrote a book about his experience. Uh, you know, finding out that his child was autistic, mm-hmm. and the the journey that his wife and him went through, mm-hmm. you know, you get to see that in this book. For me, when I read this book, it changed my life. To be honest with you, this was the book that that sparked you know a new paradigm. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just want to put that out there to podcast listeners. You know, if you really want to, you know, um, uh, see it from like a, a high profile celebrity, mm-hmm. you know. Um, this is definitely the book to get. It's called um, "Not My Boy" by Rodney Pete, yeah. and he was a quarterback for the USC Trojans. Um, and it's a great book. I mean, um, it really talks about his journey, yeah. you know. Um, and back then, uh, around the '90s, autism wasn't even uh, exposed like it is now, yeah. you know. So, so I, I think I it's had, interesting. I have my views. I have my views on that too, because yeah, I have my views on that, but I'll keep them to myself. Um, I know one of the things that I, that I usually do is I just 
I look at, I end up reading and looking at different things because my son is is high functioning. But I know with that being said, he does little different little, he has little nuances just like anybody's child. And one of the biggest things I always try to take into, into my realm of thought is I can do whatever I need to do. Certain people have more money to do, more um, more financial sure. Sure, you know, right, blessings right. to be able to do something that somebody else may not be able to do. I get that. But at the end of the day, really at the end of the day, the biggest thing that everyone has, regardless of how much money you have, is yeah. love. Is love. It's, that's the biggest thing that you can give to your child is love. That's great, yeah. I mean, because when all the therapies go away, all the doctors go away, the medicine wears off, it's love. Love conquers a lot. We we say that and we it throw does. it around like we throw it around like it's like it's not like it's not the truth, but it's definitely the truth. If we um if you can love your baby regardless, then essentially something can happen whereas though you start loving yourself a little more too. You start loving the other things and you'll just start being happy for the fact that that baby's here, you're here. Um the child has something a superpower because the love, the loving bond that you get from helping your child through some great things is, 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 I don't have words for it. I don't have words for it because it's a bond you get where your child is like, mommy, daddy, love you. Or, you know, you get that from any child. But when, when you have a child that has a few more challenges, so to speak, it's even, it's even better to be quite honest. All right, uh, so I think our podcast this time around is going to be a little bit short just because of time. But uh, we have found a way to to uh, get a podcast going where we can do it over the phone. So um, as soon as we figure out that technology, we definitely want to um, be able to use it. And in doing so, we'll be able to have more time to create podcasts and that we can share with you. So, so we appreciate uh, taking the time. And uh, any, to join us. The one last thing I'd like to put out with Mr. Roy here is any feedback is good feedback. I, I mean, some people may not believe or hear whatever somebody, whatever we're saying or even understand it. But, but continue listening because at the end of the day, this is all about love and caring and helping each other. Just, you know, having that, that you know, that fig leaf of, of you know, kindness out so, so we can help each other. It's not about any one individual. It's not about, it's about autism, but it's also about attention deficit, um, hyperactivity, you name it. Because yeah. any parent can listen to this and be encouraged. It just so happened that yeah. we may have a bigger challenge than others, but at the end of the day, we can all encourage each other to do what we got to do. Yeah. And, and I really want to get into, deep into that. It's just that uh, we, we're still trying to figure out the best availability and resources to get it done. So we definitely want to jump deep into these yep. topics. Um, and, you know, more to come, more to follow. Yeah. Just being able to maybe have some people on, some people that are in your situation, close to your situation, yeah. tell you the same thing that two regular dudes are telling Yeah, get other testimonies, right? Yeah, yeah definitely. All right, thank you so much. I think we're going to go ahead and sign off. Thank you for your time.